so I was driving up north with my family. Um, my parents have a cottage, which is north of where I grew up. Um, and I forgot my STP, which is a stand to pee device with which uh, trans masculine people use if they haven't had uh, lower surgery. I was separated from my family. I left my phone somewhere and I had to get back. I had to get a ticket to get back, actually. I rode a commuter bus. I saw a friend of mine from middle school. Her mom was there. They like took a picture of us. Uh, I went to the restroom. So this is a theme in my dreams, restrooms. I went to the restroom. There was a Tupperware sink. When I came back, uh, my friend was gone, but her stuff was still at the table. And then I was eating some Twizzlers and I couldn't swallow. So this kind of like woke me up. But I went back into the dream and I kept trying to get back on this bus to get back to the city to meet up with my family. And I kept missing the bus. It was like stressing me out because I couldn't get there. I couldn't get on the bus. I couldn't find them. I got in a car and it was kind of like a cab car, like more of like a van. And I was almost where I needed to be. And I was sitting inside. And again, I was sitting like I was sitting on a toilet. So I was using the restroom, using the bathroom. And I closed the door because there was people outside and I was like, well, I'm using the bathroom. I, I got to close the door. And when I closed the door, this vehicle that I was in started driving again and wouldn't stop because it was automatic. And then that was the end of the dream. An SCP um, is a stand-to-pee device, and uh, in my experience, a lot of trans-masculine people use it, but anyone really can use it who wants to stand up to pee. So, like, I use it because I haven't had bottom surgery, and then it allows me to just use, like, a urinal or whatever, you know, not have to go into a stall, basically. I use it to travel, and also, I think, you know, it... it kind of locks into this whole, I have a lot of recurring dreams about bathrooms because I have a lot of bathroom anxiety. And I think that also is tied into my trans identity. Uh, just always like wanting to know what the bathroom situation is. Like, you know, is it gonna be safe? Is it gonna be comfortable? All these things that I just think about when I go out in public to use the bathroom. <laughs> So my family has had this cottage um, about three or four hours north of where I grew up ever since I was born. They basically were building the cottage when my mom was pregnant with me. So it's basically the same age that I am. So I've been going up there my entire life. It's a tiny island where it's located. So it's off the mainland. So I have a lot of like good family memory memories there. I think I also have some maybe hesitation about it because of uh, being a queer and trans person, you know, this small place in Wisconsin in the United States didn't necessarily always feel like the safest place to me. I think there's a lot of what I'm feeling right now, <clears throat> excuse me, from being separate from my family. You know, I haven't seen them 
since, well, I haven't seen my parents since, since December, and I actually can't remember when I saw my brother last. So I think with the pandemic and not really knowing where we are, what's gonna happen, when we're gonna see each other again, because we're all in different places. I think I've always felt a little bit like the, the outsider in my family, but we have good relationships. I just feel, I felt different, I think, from them. This idea of kind of separation and being, being apart from other people. I mean, if I think back a little bit about my other dreams, I do feel like that's kind of a common thing and I'm not really sure if, if it's just this like working out of how do I fit in? As humans, we're all trying to figure out what our place is in the world, right? So, you know, I'm gonna be figuring that out until I die, I believe. I don't think anyone can know that until you're like, you know, I think it's, it's a constant thing that we're learning through our lives. So the friend that I um, saw in this dream is someone I know from middle school who I haven't seen in many years. Probably, I'm trying to think the last time. I mean, I did see her, I think sometime in my college years, but that may have been the last time. So that was 10, 15 years ago. This friend of mine definitely represents like my, I guess like old life or like previous, like before I went to New York, right? So like growing up, my being in Wisconsin, um, just this past that could be also connected to this family cottage, which feels like a past thing as well. The next thing that happened was I went into this restroom, which it, I remember it was like a tiny restroom, which I think is why it had this like small Tupperware sink. Like it just had to be small. And so that part of it, like I was in the bathroom and that was fine. Like a lot of times I'll be in bathrooms in dreams and like either they're open or some element of it is like a, like concerning, right? Like some part of it is not comfortable. This one, I. I think I was able to use the restroom and then I went back out and the friend was gone. So that was the, I guess the bathroom then like took the friend away from me. <laughs> this, this feeling of um, missing, in my case, missing this bus, you know, to get back to my family, I think is definitely a recurring theme for me in my dreams. Obviously not always a bus, but missing some form of getting to something. I think particularly at this time for me, it's about the move and it's about leaving New York, really just like being prepared for what is coming up. You know, I think until we actually left New York, it was like, is this gonna happen? Are we gonna be able to still move? Is this something that's even possible? You know, because we had no idea with like, the pandemic going on, everything else that's happening in the United States right now, it's like, there's a lot of shit going down. So it just really felt like, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. A lot of my dreams also have this 
um, element of a lack of control. Specifically sitting in this, this cab van type vehicle, sitting on a toilet, seeing outside, seeing these people looking at me, wanting to like close the door for privacy, and then it just going, it just totally felt like I had no, I literally had no like control or say in any part of what was going on. I guess I had control in closing the door to, for my privacy. That's what I had control over. But after that and before that, it doesn't feel like I had any control. And I was just like going with whatever was happening to me. Up until the pandemic, I had this kind of like idea that I had a certain level of control over my life, right? Like I was like, well, I live here, I'm doing these things, um, you know, I'm in a relationship. These are all things that I like have control over, but I actually don't. You just have something happen to you and you say, okay, well, I can either go this way or this way. And that's it. Dream Logic is made by me, Elias Campbell, and Sean Sutherland, with producer Victoria Hoare. Original score by Sean Sutherland. Cover art by Stephen McLaughlin. Special thanks to this week's guest, Emmett. This is our last episode of the season, but we're already hard at work on our second season, and we'll be back with new episodes soon. So stay tuned for that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DreamLogicShow. If you have a dream you'd like to share, email us at dreamlogicpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to support the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share the show with a friend. You can also make a donation via our website, dreamlogicpodcast.com, which will help us continue to make the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>